The people in the crowd claim that Jesus can't be the Messiah because they know where he comes from. Did they know where he came from? And does that change whether or not he could be the Messiah? My name is Chad Moore. I'm the minister to students and family ministries, and this is Beyond the Notes. So we came across an interesting uh, portion of our scripture on Sunday in which the, the people in the crowd, the people of Jerusalem, answer a question about whether or not this could be the Messiah in reference to Jesus. And they claim that, no, it can't be him because we know where this man comes from. And it's not the first time that we have some discrepancies in the crowd and what's and what's being said. Um, we, we talked earlier about how the crowd in the previous week's passage referenced Jesus not no one trying to kill Jesus. And then this in this same section here that the people of Jerusalem say, "Is this not the one they seek to kill?" We see a a further discrepancy with what we're talking about today. They claim that we know where he comes from, therefore he cannot be the Messiah. Essentially saying that we're not going to know where the Messiah comes from. Now, there was apparently an appeal to a common knowledge at the time that uh, that people knew where Jesus was from. And that's probably true, that across the board, people who knew of Jesus knew that he was a this Jesus of Nazareth, uh, Jesus the son of Joseph, that there was this common knowledge that had become to be known amongst the people. And yet you might be thinking, and even in the moment when, I, when I'm saying this, of, well, yeah, of course they knew where the Messiah was going to be from. And even just a few verses later in verse 27, we see um, people in the, in the crowd say, but we, um, or sorry, that is, sorry, that is verse 27. And later in verse 42, that we see a comment amongst the people that the scripture says that the Christ comes from the offspring of David and comes from Bethlehem, the, villi- the village where David was. And you might be thinking of other stories. You might be thinking of the fact that in, in Micah 5.2, it says that uh, the Messiah would come from Bethlehem. And even in Matthew, where um, we have the, um, the Magi coming and, and saying, you know, we've, we've seen this star, we've seen this sign, we know that, that the king is here, and where would this king be from? And all of the, the wise men, the chief priests and scribes were gathered together, and they say it's from Bethlehem. There was a common understanding that the Messiah would be coming from Bethlehem. And yet, these people now are claiming that he can't be the Christ, because no one knows where he comes from. Now, we don't know exactly where this tradition arises. To the best of my knowledge, I searched and, and to see if there's any scripture um, with which um, there was a, a reference to the Messiah um, or to not knowing where the Messiah was going to be or that would somehow be the reason for them having this thought. And I couldn't find anything. Uh, that there must be some tradition that was happening in that day in which um, the Messiah was supposed to be coming more mysteriously. Maybe more like it's referenced by Jesus in that um, in his second coming, he would come and it'd be like uh, lightning in the sky that all of a sudden that we'll we'll see this Messiah, but it'll be visible to the entire earth, but it will be more of an out of nowhere type of event, at least on some level, even though there will be uh, plenty of signs for, for believers to observe leading up to that. 
And so we also have the idea that um, that there were traditions about the Messiah that led people to be a little confused about exactly what to expect, that most people in that day were expecting a military commander to arrive on the scene and maybe to the, obviously to, to the idea of some of them to arrive more suddenly on the scene, but as a military commander that was going to set them free militarily and establish this, this earthly kingdom right then and there. There were actually other people that um, like Rambam and some other possible messiahs that were um, uh, that came and, and lived in Jerusalem that even got closer to that version that of the Messiah that they expected. And yet they're presented with the one true Messiah right here. And as they're struggling through this question of who is this Jesus, unfortunately, some of them appear to, to write him off because they just knew too much about where he was from. That he was just too human. He was too known. And they decided to ignore what the people just a couple verses later um, described as if, if this isn't the Messiah and when this true Christ appears, will he do more signs than this man has done? Those are the people who who chose to, to believe and to, um, to open up their eyes to what was happening right in front of them. And essentially, it still comes down to that same question we asked on Sunday. Who do you say that I am? And hopefully, maybe if you were here on Sunday and now you're listening to this on, on Tuesday or a different day of the week, you've had some time to think about that question and maybe refocus your mind on that question of who is Jesus, that he is the Christ, sent with a purpose, and supernaturally confirmed. And if that statement sounds confusing to you, go back and you can listen to the podcast of the Sermon from Sunday, or you can find more information on our services online on YouTube and Facebook, and you watch our, our services in their entirety. But uh, that's just a little more information and background on, on possibly, you know, where, you know, could they be coming from with this? And the truth is we don't know fully, but we do know that there was a, n a number of traditions and different things happening and going around in that day um, that possibly could have been the reason for them thinking this. There was clearly an understanding of where the Messiah was going to be coming from on earth, at least in terms of where he was born and originated. But like Jesus said, his origin is way more importantly grounded in who he is and his, um, his sending from the Father. So thank you for listening. Uh, if you think someone else would, would benefit from listening to this podcast or other ones on uh, the, uh, the McGregor podcast grouping, uh, please share it with them. And uh, join us again next week as we'll be talking about John chapter 7, verses 37 through 52, and study along with us. Have a great week.